when nothing happened, he called out, Hello? Anyone there? Nothing. What a ninny I am, he said, finally going boldly forward and stooping down to pick up the letter. The envelope was clean and posh, a very good quality, heavy white paper, but without a stamp. Albert Postlethwaite, Esquire, he read. Postlethwaite and Postlethwaite. And then an address somewhere in London. Well, I never. Now, fortunately, Fernley was a very kind man. He reached inside his jacket pocket, took out his wallet, and found a stamp. Wetting it thoroughly with his tongue, he pressed it firmly onto the envelope. Then, with a satisfied smile on his face, he slipped the letter into his postbag. Fernley couldn't possibly have known the wonderful chain reaction of events which he himself had set in motion by kindly picking up the letter and sending it safely on its way. Stephen sat thoughtfully in his small bed sitting room in London. It was a very drab room, the window looking out onto the discoloured brick walls and dirty chimneys of the city. Whatever was he going to do, how and where was he going to live now? His special course in zoology and wildlife conservation had just come to an end, and Stephen was feeling at a loss. He could go back to the children's home, but he didn't want to do that, so he couldn't help wishing all over again that he had a proper family. He only knew that he'd been abandoned as a small baby, left with a childminder by a pretty, well-dressed young woman who had said that her baby's name was Stephen. A loud knocking at his door brought him sharply back to reality. "'There's a letter for you, Stephen,' he heard his landlady say. He sat down on the edge of the bed, turning the long brown envelope over in his hands, surveying the postmark very closely, savouring the moment, and noting with surprise the heading, some solicitor, somewhere in London. "'Dear sir, please attend this office at some time in the near future, when you will learn something to your advantage.' After a hasty lunch and a quick look at the A to Z, Stephen set out through the London streets with the mysterious letter tucked in his pocket. As he walked, he wondered and worried what on earth could it mean. He was heading for Lincoln's Inn, which was right next door to the law courts. It was an area in which many important lawyers and barristers had their offices, or chambers, as Stephen knew they should be called. He wandered around feeling more and more lost, unable to find the correct address. No one seemed to have heard of the place. Having wasted so much time, he was getting very worried. At last, turning in through an old stone archway, he found himself in a small cobbled yard. This had to be the right place. But Stephen lost more valuable time, scurrying around the yard, checking first two rather grand buildings, only to end up eventually standing in front of a scruffy doorway. Puffed and anxious, he knocked, but almost before his hand left the knocker, the door was pulled open from within. A girl came running out, a girl with a mass of dark brown hair and friendly, smiling, blue-grey eyes. "'Hello!' she called out brightly to Stephen as she darted quickly past, and goodbye, as she rushed away. A few moments later, a young man wearing a smart pinstripe suit appeared in the doorway. "'Oh, yes,' he said, glancing at Stephen's letter. "'You have to go right to the top of the building, and the best of luck to you. You're certainly going to need it.'
Stephen stood for several moments outside the door of Postlethwaite and Postlethwaite, getting his breath back. A muffled voice came from within, so he opened the door and stepped into the room, his mouth dropping open in amazement at the sight which met his eyes, for all the features in the room were hidden by rampant plant growth. The warm, damp air which engulfed Stephen and seemed to hold him transfixed was filled with a heavy perfume. Here and there he could see strange flowers, vividly coloured, exotic blooms hanging down on long stems. In the very middle of all this, seated at a large desk and peering out through a gap in the foliage, was a very ancient man. His long, pale face had thin, sharp features and a wispy mass of pure white hair stuck out round his head like a halo. "'And what do you think you are doing here, walking in and disturbing my plants? There, there, my old friends. Hush now, hush, hush, hush.